This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. It was always the darkest before the storm. It's always the darkest before the dawn. Mike, I want you to hear this really quick. Okay. Bright colors. Color, color. Wear a helmet. For your head. You got a helmet on and you've got bright colors. Stuff your sweatpants with some pillows, my brothers. Comfort, comfort. The safety dance. Damn, damn. Hey guys, welcome to the show. <laughs> so that's what that was about. Yeah, because the safety dance. What is the safety dance about? <laughs> I don't know. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. Yeah, so we have a real um, footloose type situation. There's some kind of entity wanting a dance not to happen. It's the rebellious thing to dance. Say we can go where we want to, a place where they will never find. <laughs> Remember in when there was the time in society where you could get canceled for dancing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So you had to go somewhere where you could safely dance. <laughs> safely dance. <laughs> that's what it's about. Oh, that's, that's what, what it it's is. about. The safely dance. <laughs> Gonna be six feet away from each other. It keeps us safe from things like COVID. Safety, safety, safety. But it also keeps us safe from accidentally smacking a friend in the face while you dance. Safely dance. Safely dance. Safely dance. Safely dance. Safe, 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 safely dance. Safely, 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 safely dance. Does he? Love a good, well-timed dozine. So check this out. We could go where we want to, a place where they will never find, and we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind. Mm -hmm. And we can dance, and then out of nowhere, or sing. Or sing. <laughs> There's probably, since we have so much room. There's so much room out here to safely dance, and... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
we can go where we want to. Night is young and so am I. And we can dress real neat from our hats to our feet and surprise them with the victory cry. So you could also cry and win. (laughs) (laughs) And say, we can dance. We can dance. Everything's out of control. Uh Uh-oh, that doesn't sound fun. We got to get some adults in here. We've got, we've lost control. We can dance. We can dance. They're doing it from pole to pole. Oh, no. Is that like all over the world? Like from the South Pole to the North Pole? Probably that. Probably not what I was thinking. Or are we talking about pole dancing? (laughs) Yeah. Because either way, I'm in. Where can we go to safely dance with the dancers on stage? Do you think pole dancing happens at the North Pole? It It would be weird for it to not to. I think so, too. I think Mrs. Claus has gone ahead and done one of those videos where she gets abs from exercises <laughs> yeah. that she could do with her friends on a Saturday night, cheese and wine and pole dancing night. Oh yeah. Dude, Ms. Claus looks forward to the cheese and wine and pole dancing night. Miss Claus thick. Miss Claus. Is there a Mr. Claus? You think she was <laughs> at like a bar, at like a dive bar at the North Pole and some guy was hitting on her before Santa got there? And was like, is there a... <laughs> I had no idea about Santa. Is there a Mr. Claus? <laughs> Fuck. Actually, I think I know. Actually, now that I hear myself saying it. Ah, Cheryl. Claus, huh? Is there a Mr. Claus? Yep, and I know now there is. Right. Because Claus can't be anything else. <laughs> this Christmas, someone's flirting with the wrong missus. <laughs> He's sitting there cleaning your glass. I've never met a woman like you in my life. Mrs. What'd you say your name was? <laughs> Claus. <laughs> Mrs. Claus is sick of Santa's shit, so she's going out into town to find herself someone to absolutely cheat on. She's with. going to make herself a Halloween costume. She's going to ruin Christmas by cheating on Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but whose fault is it? Did Santa drive her to it? Because he's always on about the toys. <laughs> He's just too concerned about children. Let's do this. And that's never okay. Is Santa a good husband? He works one night a week. That's such a good question. Or he works one night a year. Right? And then he's a supervisor. Let's call Malcolm and ask Malcolm. Let's call Santa. Do we have a line on Santa? Wait a minute. I just found an article from Ask Men called Six Reasons Santa Claus is the Ideal Man. I don't think we need to be asking (laughs) men about... Also, in 2021, who the ideal man is. Here's a, <laughs> dude, here's also a apparently popular search on Google about Santa. Okay. Does Santa love everyone? Ooh. Oh, impossible. Shit. Impossible to love everyone. Dude, he This could be a highly like... motivated answer, I feel like. Highly populated. <laughs> Dude, he doesn't even give presents to everyone. You know what I mean? He straight up looks your kid in the face and he says, you're bad. You've been bad. Well, I don't give presents to everyone I love. Yeah. But you're I'm not, not Santa. Santa. Yeah. yeah. You have different responsibilities. <laughs> right, right. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think that the South Pole doesn't get a lot of love? Yes. Yeah. Why is that, I wonder? Because everyone's so horny about the North Pole. Why, though? Why is the North Pole the one? Upside-down Santa. No one, everyone is scared of an upside-down Santa. 
Let's find out about the origins of the safety dance before we get too deep into Santa here. Safely dance. Do you I remember that video? Cool. You do remember that video because you're Absolutely. doing those moves. I think I saw it for the first time because of Beavis and Butthead. And they were so excited that the safety dance. Yeah, that sounds on. right. And then I was like, that can't, that's when I didn't know if those videos were like real videos. Or if they were just things they made, made. for the show. Yeah. Because it was so ridiculous. Yeah. But um, then Dude. you learn more about the 80s and everything is ridiculous. Well, that was my favorite part about Beavis and Butthead is that they would like make, they would mystery science theater music videos pretty yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy's got a boner. <laughs> Have you watched it? Recently? I don't think I could. It's like. I'm not going to ever watch it again. I snuck out of my house to see <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Because, no, no, no. Oh, just the show? the show at some point. Because oh. at some point, like. My dad used to watch it with me, and then my mom would be like, neither of you are watching this. Yeah. So I yeah, would like go down the like street to my friend's house because it was the most popular thing in the world. And your friend's parents didn't give a shit. My friend's parents were negligent at best. <laughs> they were barely ever home. So we would go to their houses. One of them had a goat. And uh, that's not <laughs> relevant to the story, but it is a real thing that happened. Why do we always have a friend with a weird animal? I had a friend who had a goose. <laughs> <laughs> like for real dude a big goose it was fucking... a long neck goose yeah dude in it's in in their like little apartment backyard like in the apartment it was like an apartment oh no maybe it was a house it was a house sure just small house. it was a small house with but a yard was... yeah and the, and then he, and he took me out in the backyard and he's like don't get close to it don't it, get it'll close to bite your face yeah. off and i was like why are you bringing me out here yeah why do you have a fucking goose let's go inside but the thing i'll never forget is that there was just goose shit uh -huh. everywhere can't stop dude. a goose from shit dude everywhere yeah like you couldn't even walk in the backyard yeah it was you just should like come play golf with us big white pile <laughs> white and black piles of just fucking goose shit yeah and that's nice that's the kind of pet you want to have around for sure dude that's how i feel about birds goose shit <laughs> welcome back to goose goose shit <laughs> uh dude that's that's the whole thing with birds they shit a lot birds shit so much and they piss at the same and time. that's why it's all liquidy and solid. That's why bird shit looks liquidy and solid at the same time. The only reason, and I'm going to make an assumption. <laughs> okay, let's see. The hear. only reason why cats and dogs were picked to be pets is because you can easily dispose of their shit. Yeah. And they're They piss can be trained. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can be trained to, to hold their piss and shit until you're damn good and ready to take them out. Imagine a bird being trained to like... Shit to piss wait. on the toilet. I'm sure it exists. I'm sure I'll get 75 uh, reels of it now sent to the inbox. But um, I guess that's the thing is like to be a good pet, you have to be able to easily dispose of your yeah, shit. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to. Um, People would be good pets. <laughs> People would be good pets. Most of them know where it goes. We, we're, we're super sidetracking like we always do. But what I want to go. There's about? a slide we could go down right now that I kind of want to talk about a little bit, uh -huh. which is it's something I ask people who own pets. It's a question I ask people who own pets. And we'll be right back for that. Dynamic banter. So, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, 
was recently at a friend's house who has a dog mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I got to ask you this question about your dog. And, and you can ask yourselves this too, audience. It's, you have my permission. And you can ask, I would love for you guys to ask your friends and family and then send in some history roads with their answers because I'm very curious about this. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know if I heard this somewhere or if, it, if my dumb, broken brain came up with it. Uh, but the question is, if you, if you could ask your pet... Any question <laughs> that would receive a clear, concise, true answer uh-huh. in your native language. The one that you made up for the dog. Yeah, whatever it is. If right. you, if you get, yeah, if you speak Spanish, if you whatever, sure. like whatever it is. The the dog will answer you in your language. Uh-huh. So you will be able to understand one thing ever your dog or cat or bird or hamster or whatever. Yeah. Whatever your pet was asked, it will answer. Yes. So I, I ask people, what would you ask? What would you ask your pet if you knew you would get a true, real English answer? Uh-huh. So that's the question. What did you ask this other person that? <clears throat> Yeah, and they were have they had a hard time with it. Well, that's hard. You have such a special relationship to your dog, and then well, you're like, I can I can get one sentence exactly. And and for some people, and for this person in particular, she had been with this dog since it was like a tiny little puppy. Sure. So she's like, there's not really much I don't know and understand about this dog already. Yeah. Like I know what it likes, what it doesn't like, what freaks it out, what doesn't like yeah. things that I would ask it. I kind of already know. You would want to ask the dog something about yourself. Well, I, yeah, see that's, and it all depends on what kind of person you are. Do I jerk off too much. Exactly. Like, yeah. do you, what do you think I'm doing when I'm jerking off? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the one thing you ask. I just want to know. Yeah. See, that's the thing, but that's the other thing. You don't want to waste your one. And then and the dog is like, when you're what? <laughs> it's like, no, that was it. That was it. No, but I think my mine my go-to is always what is you what what is your name? Like, what do you want? What is your name in your like what is you know what I mean? Like, because people get that would a, be stupid. But 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 here's why: because people get a dog and then they go, "You're Charlie now." Yeah, and they go, "Okay, well, I love you." <laughs> and uh-huh. then that's that. I'm yeah. Charlie. I don't give a fuck. Call me whatever you want, as long as I get to sleep all fucking day. Yeah, and eat and go for nice walks and hump your favorite pillow. Yeah, and all, call me whatever the fuck you want. Sure. But how do we know in their canine? brains when they're born they're not like given some kind of dog name like abernax or crystals like or or binks <laughs> because it wouldn't be it wouldn't it wouldn't be part of a language right but that's why it would have to be like an osmosis thing from their mom and i don't think they're i don't think a dog mom names i yeah. think she identifies them as as different maybe right. i don't know enough about dogs but there's a lot of possibilities like but it's, it's a human thing to want to give something potentially a potentially because i think we've domesticated dogs uh-huh. to understand human society 
in a way that has evolutionarily benefited the canine, right? Yeah. So canines kind of like, well, I mean, not wild ones, but all the domesticated ones, sure. which make up... Some have vests on. Some have vests on. So they're, some they're doing it. pretty good. Some love it. Some love wearing Some know, don't know anything different than wearing <laughs> right. a down vest. Right. But like, how do we know in all of our... <laughs> Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say in all of our um, uh, meddling in dog in the canine world uh -huh. that they haven't developed a, a, a consciousness or at least some sort of concept of like, they know that I think they understand that when you say Charlie, you're talking to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you say after... Alex, you're not talking to that. Right, right. They right, understand right. that. Yeah. So is there a world where in their brain they're like they keep calling me this thing and then when and then they look me in the eyes when they <laughs> call me that yeah so that must be what they're calling me right but it but in their consciousness is there a possibility that they're like but my name is <laughs> if there's <laughs> you know? something unless there's something i completely don't understand which is very likely <laughs> I think you're saying they know that something is their name because a human being did it to them. I'm talking about like, yeah, possibly. So that's how they understand possibly. the concept of a name. I must have a name because that's a, right. <laughs> Allegedly. So, so in this scenario, are they like, I don't like that name. I don't like being called fucking Chauncey or Rex uh -huh. or rover okay rover's bad i want to be like brian de palma or like <laughs> christina aguilera so in that case i would be like what is your name like what what do you want me to call you? i think the dogs in your universe <laughs> understand so many yeah. different things yeah yeah another one is um another interesting question to ask your pet i think would be um or like, so sometimes I'll take the question of what would you ask it? And I would say, what what would you want to understand about your pet? Mm. Like if you could, I guess that's kind of the same thing. But I guess in this scenario, it's like, what if there was something you could tell your pet that they would then take and forever understand in their like dog language? So like, for instance, you could say, hey, Billy. When the mailman comes, he's not going to murder me. Every time he comes, you think he's going to fucking murder me or uh -huh. something? This is a friendly person that is bringing us things that we like sometimes, and they're not going to hurt us. Yeah. Like, and and then forever, they just calm the fuck down whenever the mailman shows up. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Like, what about this guy? Yeah. Like, what's that? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but what about that? Yeah, exactly. They'll just park at every other fucking person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Um, That'd be a, fun. Another one would be like teaching them how to use the toilet mm -hmm. and being like, you don't have to wait for me. Right. Like you could go to that toilet. What if I told you? What if I told you? <laughs> <laughs> you never had to hold shit inside yourself ever, ever again. again. Yeah. What if I told you that even though I'm watching the extended edition of Lord of the Rings and I'm two and a half hours into an almost four hour movie mm. and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> You could still make a shit. You could still make a shit. <laughs> and not on the carpet, you little fuck. Yeah. And then his sentence back would be like, what? <laughs> so, to our audience, send us in some history roads. Ask your family members what they would ask their dog. Or what would you ask your pet? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
You yeah. know what? I, I always wanted to, because uh, I had dogs for like limited times in my, I never had one growing up, but then when I lived with roommates, I would, I would have them. And I always wanted to know if the dog like liked me yeah, genuinely <laughs> Or if they remembered me. It's not that much different yeah. from people. I just want to know if you like me or if you remember me. Yeah. And um, and then I started reading about things that dogs do to prove that they like you. Right. Do you know about those? Yeah. It's like the bowing thing or like the thing where they like turn their turn over and give you their belly. Yeah. That's the thing. They're like submissive. They're yeah. like, you're the leader of whatever. Yeah. This room. If they show you their belly, they mean it means that they're like they're bowing to you they're yeah. like letting you because that's their most vulnerable yeah like you area. could stab me if you want right whatever you want right and then i think like leaning up against you is one Aww, and then if they're, if they're if they're um they have a the part lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> there's one more part kind of near their belly that <laughs> dynamic banter thank you for joining us today and uh, we're so excited to be coming to the East Coast mm -hmm. um, on the 1st and 2nd and 5th, kind of, mm -hmm. of uh, December. Thank you, Santa, for showing up with your Santa band, the Santa Matthews band. Santa, Santa baby, and the, and the uh, weather outside is frightful. <laughs> the frightful weather. the frightful weather. <laughs> Santa baby in the frightful weather. I love that. That's really good. I love that. Do you think that's something I can do as I get older and realize I'm unable to maintain the things that made me uh, receive money? And I could start a band that's just Santa. I'll be the front runner. Oh, you want to be a Christmas Carol cover band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just around Christmas time, we'll just do like shows around with like a little band. Yeah, that's and all fine. the band is like they're all elves. They're all right. little people. <laughs> and the backup singers are are three women called the Christmas Karens. Yeah, the <laughs> Carols. <laughs> the, not not Carols. Karen. Karens. <laughs> yeah. Kareners. And they're the Karens. Yeah. And they all and and they, one has live and the other one has laugh and the other <laughs> yeah. one has love. Yeah. And they all have the same bob hair. Yeah, yeah. And they all want to speak to the manager. Ladies, please. <laughs> Am I right? Please, there's only one manager. <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Manager? <laughs> Um, yeah, but our East Coast shows are fucking dupe. They're yeah, next week. They're next week. Isn't it's crazy. That crazy. On the first, we'll be in Massachusetts, and on the second, we'll be in Brooklyn. I've never been to Massachusetts, dude. It's I've never nice. Been. It's where Paul Revere lived at. Oh, okay. Yeah. When that midnight ride happened. Yeah, the cool thing about Massachusetts is that there is a clock tower where Ooh. anytime, day or night, you can be notified whether or not british people are coming oh shit and if they are you'll hear it so we can go outside to quincy market and go on top of a building and ask the clock tower are any british coming to our show and if <laughs> and the if answer is are, yes they better ring that fucking bell there's one of two ways they can come by land or by sea <laughs> <laughs> i love it it was the educational portion of yeah. the show today and there's a lantern situation um paul revere took the midnight train to georgia right that is correct <laughs> and then i think he 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 got back on a couple of days later and he went to clarksville <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then and that was the downtown train right <laughs> so dude uh i'm gonna be in boston the day before our show tight uh, I think I'm going to get there like midday, maybe. 
I give so, you something to do yeah, while you was, all because uh, I've never been so I wanted to have like a little bit of time to yeah. like because the next day is so the next day is our show uh-huh. and then our New York show is literally the next evening so I yeah. had to get the fuck out of Boston and get to New York yeah. even though it's a kind of a hop skip and a jump you know Three hours. Get on a little bit. It's like of, three, four hours. It's not too bad. <laughs> you gonna take an Uber? Yeah, I'll take a, I'll take an Uber. <laughs> I'll take a sixty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you should go to Newberry Street. Oh, okay. And go to uh, Johnny Cupcakes. Oh yeah. And see the store. Is that the home of Johnny? That's Cupcakes? the home. That's the one. No shit. And then you could eat places on Newberry Street is kind of like Melrose mm-hmm. a little bit, little but different. Fancy. There's like old, the old brownstones and little it looks history. really cool. Some history over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Somerville, where we're at, is pretty cool. Um, and they're all places you can get to on a really easy to figure out train. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a bunch of cool places. I used to love the Fenway area, but that's more like sports bars and stuff like that. Um, there was a breakfast place we used to go to, but it burned down. Whoa. But Sorry do you know where it. you're staying? What area? I don't know where I'm Talk staying Talk about yet. your hotel. And where so I think I'm going to stay as close as possible to the venue. So if you want to go to every lobby in the hotel, in all the hotels around the area, you can ask for me. <laughs> and then when I come out, that's how you'll that's know. That's how you'll know if I'm interested. <laughs> knock on every door in every hotel and if i answer that's the one i'm in just go into the lobby of every hotel and just yell to the front desk (laughs) is steve here (laughs) i'd like to be the first to officially say don't do that so when we go to court you know that it was on the record that someone said don't do that that's a good point (laughs) don't do that you know you're always you always got my back but don't touch kevin and that's (laughs) don't you dare touch kevin (laughs) even if he asks you to even if he begs you for if kevin is choking to death during our show don't touch him we'll touch him we'll take care we'll save kevin (laughs) i want kevin's blood on my hands So, um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Safely dance. <laughs> um, so yeah, please come to our shows. It would be really cool to see you guys. Uh, yeah. and then the second, we're going to be in New York. We're going to be in New York. I'm going to stay That's there be for fucking a couple awesome. days too, actually. Yeah, I'm going to try to see Broadway time. I hope you have a great time. Oh, thanks, Mike. I hope I have a great time. I'm going to see some friends. Got some friends that live on the East Coast. We're both getting zapped when we go back. We're both getting some ink. Finally, I'm getting some new ink, baby. I've only got two fucking tats. Those are your only ones, huh? Those are my only ones. They're good ones. Thank you, man. I love my Dr. Zayas and my jokes. I remember when you got both of those. I know. It was just, I was just a child. Mm-hmm. This one was really cool. I scared the shit out of my mom with this one. Why is that? I showed her the she photo of ones. it being made with like blood on it and stuff. She's Hi. like, no! <laughs> Why are you getting Chewbacca on your arm, Mijo? That's usually like, how parents Chewbacca. react to the first one. I know. Well, and this the was the first one. one. Oh, 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 okay. Did you send her that one? Yeah, or no? yeah. And mm. she was like, Miha, Miha. My podcast. And then I told her eventually I wanted to get be excellent to each other from Bill and Ted because yeah. she would say it to me all the time. Uh-huh. And it was like kind of like a nerdy tattoo and a meaningful tattoo at the same uh-huh. time. That's nice. And she was like, okay, Miha, I like that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm hoping to get some ink. I'm really excited about it. I've been wanting to get some ink. You know, man. You know how it goes. Yeah. It's kind of you gotta have a really good person. You gotta have somebody you could trust. I went to. I don't even want to talk about it because it's considered cheating. 
Whoa. if your tattooed person knows that you've gone to other people. But I've become impatient. My tattoo people are on the East Coast. So thank you. And yeah, I'll be go just to going to sleep. over there every time you want ink? Yes. <laughs> but uh, that's when I'm, I'm getting new stuff. Do you not have an LA guy? Or not girl? right now. Not right now. I've gotten a bunch of really good suggestions. And if you have any, or if you are that, let me know. Dude, I would love it. I know almost nothing about this culture because mm -hmm. the way that you talk about it in the sense that like you have your person mm -hmm. that you go to and trust or you have people that you go to and trust or whatever yeah. like i don't care like i could go into a shop anywhere yeah. and be like let me just look through your books or something sure and then if there's nothing i like i would just leave but if i see some designs that are cool i'd be like okay well here's a design that like a friend of mine made can mm -hmm. you do this yeah and, and it, at that point, it doesn't really matter if they're amazing or not. Because at that point, you're just like fucking tracing a thing, right? Um, Not necessarily. There's a bunch of things that you could do to make you bad. Um, your line work could be bad. Right. And then your friend's artwork could be kind of sc be screwed up by a bad tattoo artist. Right. I really but like the But I feel like you can get the sense of that by looking at their books, right? Like mm -hmm. it. Uh, maybe. It depends what they choose to put in their book they're not going to put bad tattoos in their book i guess that's a good point you know what i mean good point that would be funny to have a a book of bad tat here's the ones i kind of fucked up on wouldn't that be, totally be cool honest. though i respect that if yeah. it was like the back of the like, book i'm not gonna get one from you but i thank you for this experience yeah yeah or like or like to show that like maybe their worst stuff isn't that bad you know like sure <laughs> but then that's it's also them move. putting in what they want in there yeah. too yeah. yeah so you never know this isn't the bad bad but book. see that's the thing it's like <laughs> oh you want to bad a bad real bad book <laughs> he opens it up and you're like ah <laughs> Um, but I guess I just, you know, whenever I see a tattoo artist that I like, like on Instagram or something, or someone shares me a tattoo and they're like, you probably like this. Uh -huh. It's like, <clears throat> uh, cool. Thank you for showing me that. But I'm never going to get an appointment to like see these people because their books are always like completely filled. They're mm. reservation. They have like reservations. Uh, and then they always go like, you know, uh, whatever like it, nothing's open right now you can't get things because my list is too full and right. shit and it's like all right well then what do you do at that point like at that point you follow them until their books get open right oh this is the venue in bridgeport i'll be in bridgeport connecticut whoa on the fifth at the um park city music hall they just called you yes and i should answer give me a second john torres I'm great. I'm currently podcasting at the moment. Can I call you back in a little while? Does he? Do we have to cancel the show? Okay, good news, guys. The show's still on. <laughs> All right, man. I'll, uh. No, I can put you on speakerphone if you want to plug the show, though. Do you feel it? Do you have the energy to do that? Okay, hold, please. So on speakerphone right now is my good friend and old time music buddy. We go back years and years. John Torres, the I would call you the general manager or the guy who opened this place, the Park City Music we, Hall. Yeah, we I, I go by manager in general. Hell Whoa, <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Steve. That's Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi, buddy. Um, 
So, yeah, this is uh, John Torres. I'm general manager, and like he said, I'm a very good friend of Mike's for a long I'm coming. time. He shot music videos for me. We, I'm so excited to have him here as the first comedy show at Park City Music Hall, formerly known as Acoustic, a place that Mike has graced the stage of, I mean, at least a dozen times. Whoa. Right? Yes, terribly, over uh, and over again for years. <laughs> but now you've really perfected your art, so <laughs> having you come back. And uh, yeah, so I'm just so excited to have you. I'm, uh, Looking dude. forward to December. Is it December 5th? That's right. December, December 5th. 5th. Yeah. And I can't wait to be there, dude. I can't wait to see what you've done with the spot. Thank you for saving that building. I, I really appreciate it. Um, thank, thank you for thanking me. Yeah. All right. I'll call you back in a little bit, but. Okay. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That was awesome, man. Now we How should be sold How special is that? <laughs> a friend of yours plugging the show. Dude, a friend of mine saved the building that we all learned how to play music in front of people. Wow. It's the best. Did he jump in front of the bullet before it hit the building? He, there was a, a wrecking ball coming. <laughs> and he jumped on And it. he went like this. And, it, and he is in the hospital. <laughs> he, he did this with his tummy. And it went boing. <laughs> And it destroyed another building we all love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Tokyo Health Spa. You know, it actually destroyed a children's hospital. <laughs> we all wish that he wouldn't have done that, but the but show he saved is that there. venue, which is great. <laughs> <He certainly> did. <laughs> and nothing's better than laughter, you know, guys? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Know. Laughter is the best medicine. You guys want to talk about you guys want to get this safety dance thing out of the way and figure out finally once and for all I forgot that we what this fucking about. song is about? Yes. Is if it's a Christmas song, I'm gonna flip out. The writer of the song and lead singer. Writer of Ivan Dorsh Dorshuk. Ivan Ivan Dorshuk. Is that the guy that Rocky fought in the third one? <laughs> Yes. I will break it. Has explained that the safety dance is a protest against bouncers prohibiting dancers from pogoing to 1980s new wave music in clubs when disco was declining and new wave was coming in. Okay, I'm gonna need to look up what pogoing. That's looks really like. cool. I gotta. I oh yeah, look it up. Look is up what pogoing moshing is. to Duran Duran. The pogo is a dance in which the dancers jump up and down while either remaining on the spot or moving around. <laughs> this dance <laughs> takes its name from its resemblance to the use of a pogo stick, especially in a common version of the dance where one keeps one's torso stiff one's arms rigid and one's legs close together pogo dancing is most associated with punk rock and is the precursor to moshing hell yeah oi first fighting rule of being a fighting punk rock you gotta get your pogo on you gotta pogo mate you got here's how you do it you keep your torso stiff like a stiffy. You make your arms rigid like mom's macaroni. And you keep your legs close together like that bitty on prom night. And then you project yourself up and you land yourself down, bend your knees. Cause blowing out your ACL ain't punk rock. Oi, it kinda look like a pogo stick, innit? It kind of resembles a pogo stick in the internet. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we call this one a North Pogo Stick, Pogo Stick. So check this out. Unlike disco dancing, <laughs> which is done with partners, 
<laughs> have you ever wanted a dance to do by yourself to the cure in fucking 1989? <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> Jump around like a fucking pogo stick, you idiot. Dun, 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 dun. You joy division. New wave dancing is done individually and involves holding the torso rigid while thrashing about. Holding the torso rigid while thrashing. Dude, this is like, you ever see the goth? kids in south park oh yeah you know how they do their little dances yeah yeah it's like that um the more <clears throat> so apparently the more deliberately violent evolution of pogoing is called slam dancing which i believe is mo also moshing uh-huh um so moshing was also known as slam dancing or slamming but this isn't what safety dance guys were doing they were t they were doing the precursor to moshing yeah they, they were, were doing jumping around like pogo sticks yes so they would keep their bodies stiff and they do this <laughs> and they wig their arms would wiggle around while they did it and apparently bouncers prohibited people from doing that club goers doing the newer pop pogo dance were perceived as posing a danger to disco dancers on the dance floor <laughs> and so club bouncers would tell pogoers to stop or they'd be kicked out of the club yikes man simpler times dude yeah that's what people fought about dude and imagine the conversation all the way home like fucking kick us it's out I'm sorry, I thought this was America. You see how much fighting room there was on the dance floor? Oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was the United States of America. They say he's land of the free fight. That bullshit. But here's the deal, dude. It says that the song, because of this, is a protest and a call for freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. And they, they, who would you rather have play your freedom of expression festival? The safety dance people or Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> Dude, this is really funny because apparently in a 2003 episode of VH1's True Spin, the lead singer of the band and writer responded to two common interpretations of the song. He explained that the safety dance is not a call for safe sex. Which he stands firmly against. <laughs> which he does not believe in. <laughs> and that this interpretation is, quote, people reading into it a bit too much, unquote. Secondly, he explained that it's not an anti-nuclear protest song, per se, despite the nuclear imagery at the end of the video. I don't remember that at all. Dorishik stated that, quote, it wasn't a question of just being anti-nuclear, it was a question of being an anti-establishment, mate. That's the softest protest song. It I've really ever is. In my life. You can dance if you want to. Don't let bouncers tell you you can't. Dude, it's like they didn't know that you were allowed to use like electric guitars and and real drums. It's like no one told them that part. <laughs> <laughs> How do we make a song that really stick it to the man? <laughs> Did you know, dude? This will have them fucking channing in the offices. They're not gonna fucking be able to get out of bed after that. We fucking got them, mate. Yes. <laughs> dude, uh, there's a parody of the of that song, the safety dance that Weird Al did on an album called In 3D uh -huh. from uh, what year is that? 1984. That's a good album, dude. I love all those old. Weird Al. That's like records. peak Weird Al. Peak Weird Al. And uh, really good weird stuff. That's Midnight Star. Buy Me a Condo. 
Nature Trail to Hell. Mr. Popale. And so many more on this lifetime con collection. And time all life these can be yours. And we're throwing in a commemorative dish. Of <laughs> that time your uncle threw up on the turkey. This is a 100% pewter dish. It's made out of pewter. <laughs> We've also got a coin with your racist patriarch on it. <laughs> it just, just it's a 100% pewter coin. <laughs> you won't believe the gorgeous pewter. <laughs> you won't believe how racist this coin is. Remember when everything was pewter? Yeah. And that was such a huge deal. Uh -huh. These figures are pewter. Pure Whoa, pewter. And damn. then they flip out. Yeah. And then you 100% found out, pewter. And, and pewter can like break real easily. <laughs> I don't know anything about pewter. Really? They, I know nothing about pewter. We used to get these like toy, these like Star Wars little like game pieces or something that were made uh -huh. out of pewter or like monopoly would do pewter monopoly pieces yeah anyway but we had a family pewter that you all used right and one password yeah we had a cd-rom <laughs> of the san diego zoo yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but weird al did a parody of a safety dance called brady bunch b and he sings about the brady bunch that's great I would listen to that. I'd listen to them both. Good memories for both. I'll listen to you. All right, guys. You ready for some ads? Yes. Man, I hope none of the ads... We're banking a few shows, so I hope none of the scripts change. That's kind of on them. Before we get to the ad portion of the show, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas, HeadGum. Merry Christmas to all of our sponsors. I hope you boys have a wonderful Thanksgiving this year. Merry Christmas. Absolutely not. This is Christmas background music. No copyright. I'll do what I want with this Christmas song. Dude, this is like being in church. <laughs> They're kind of playing the song however they want. They are, just... yeah. They're <laughs> like, if I'm going to have to do this shit, I'm going to do right. All right. Let's get this music going. <laughs> Shout out one time, two times, three times to Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace! Very loyal, good sponsor on the show. We're glad that they are sponsoring the show. Been around for a while. Mike Falzone uses their website. You're damn right, Steve. A lot of people use their website. And what is it exactly? Well, it's a place where you can build a website. You can claim that domain. Main. Domain yes. main. They know what you mean. You can sell things online. You can market your brand. You can see analytics. You get an online portfolio. I know a lot of you do design and art things. You got a lot of art that you make. You got a lot of stuff you want to share. Maybe you want to build your own online resume. Dude, and it's so important to have all the stuff that you do in one spot. Me and Steve were literally just talking about how algorithms don't really respond to how the human spirit and artistic desire wants to do several different things. You do several different things. You want to keep them in one beautiful area so that no one gets lost around the internet looking for all the cool stuff you do you want a website you want to keep them all in one place you try to keep your brand 
uh, forward facing and aesthetically pleasing? Yes or no? Yes or no? I'd say the answer is mostly yes. So then why don't you check out Squarespace? Why don't you head to Squarespace? Why don't you go check it out? Because they've got award-winning designs, world-class engineering, beautiful templates, and they got that 24-7 award-winning customer support. Squarespace has everything you need to create a beautiful modern website. <laughs> it's like in. Did you ever see that movie Tombstone? No. You ever see Tombstone? About the frozen pizza? Who's pogoing right now? So, guys, you nothing ever to patch, upgrade, ever. And once again, that 24-7 award-winning customer support is truly ace. So why don't you guys go to squarespace.com banter. You get that free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use that offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com banter for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use that offer code banter. Get ten percent off, baby. Thank you, Squarespace. Hey guys, Podium! Shout out to Podium. 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 Here's the deal. If you own a business, you know that there aren't enough hours in the day to waste playing phone tag. Uh, who's texting me? Who's calling me? Who's emailing me? Ah! The list of customers you need to reach doesn't get any shorter, that's for sure, especially when business is booming. That's why local businesses everywhere turn to Podium. Now, Podium makes every interaction as easy as sending a text. Think about that, guys. So everything that makes your business great can get done faster. Raise your hand if you've sent, sent, sent a text. Does this speak to you if you've sent a text? And here's the deal, guys. I'll, to I'll tell you, I'll told you about it. Sent the tap. Sent the tap. I have to go straight home after this. Join more than 100,000. <laughs> Podium isn't just a better way to communicate, guys. Let me step back a little bit. Let me take a step back. Sent the tap. It's the a better way to do everything, guys. Gathering reviews, collecting payments, and even marketing to your customers. Podium makes it all, all as easy as pressing send. On the tap. On the tap. I never. You won't just free up more time. You'll grow your business and get more done. Have you had your hearing today? With Podium, you'll chew, you'll close deals with customers before the competition even has a chance to call them back. <laughs> One second, Ozzy. Join more than 100,000 businesses that already use Podium. It's being really respectful. I think he did it the right way. It was just the wrong time. <laughs> He's just here to help out. He's, He's just, here to add to the <laughs> Listen, Ozzy, we said don't say anything during the ads. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, whenever you want, just not during the ads. So, guys, why don't you join more than 100,000 businesses that already use Podium to streamline their customer interactions. Get started for free at podium.com slash banter. 
or sign up for a paid Podium account and get a free credit card reader. Ooh, hey, that's multi-purpose, isn't it? <laughs> yes. So, restrictions apply. Please check out the site, podium.com slash banter. S S A A Dance Dance Guys, let's talk about Harry's! Have you looked in the mirror recently? Like really looked! That beard you grew out over the last year was a hot new thing for you, wasn't it? For a minute anyway. What if they said that beard you grew out last year was bad? Real bad. But now it's just hot outside. Why is it hot? It's the winter! <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Ozzy? Please. We're actually going to need you to hold Please. on. For one minute. Just because there's silence for a second doesn't give you the opportunity. Now we got other guys trying to get in here. Everyone, Everyone kind of back up this. Look, if you don't know Harry's, it's time that you do, guys. It may not be obvious exactly what we're talking about quite yet, but now's the time where it will be. Harry's was created to be different from other shaving companies. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Harry's crafts high-quality, long-lasting blades! And... Durable weighted handles that make a close, comfortable shave, quick, and dare we say, enjoyable. And because Harry insists that you shouldn't have to choose between a great shave and a fair price, they just give you both! <laughs> there he goes. Now a new Steve is in his place. Send the tag. Send the tag. That guy, that Steve wasn't ready to go into the digital void. <laughs> but there he went. And that's a, that's a chance we all take as humans. So here's the deal, guys. Refills, blades, those blades, they start as low as two bucks, huh? That's an easy decision. You want an even, you want an even, you want an even easier? New Aries customers get their starter set, which includes a five blade razor. Weighted handle. <laughs> Foaming shave gel with aloe. And he's got something to say and a travel cover. Whoa! Oh, that's a $13 value all for just three bones, guys. One, two, three. Plus, Harry's offers a whole range of amazing face and body care products for men, all delivered right to your door. Talk about your experience using Harry products. Which is your favorite and why? Mike? We got stuff a long time we ago. We did. It's been a while. What did we get? Face cream? Shaving stuff? Here's the deal. Whenever I get shaving stuff, <clears throat> I use the heck out of it. You always cleaned up real nice. You got a nice line. <laughs> you gotta clean. 
You gotta clean it up. You gotta keep it nice. It's so important, dude. If you have a beard, underneath needs to be cleaned up. And you could do that with the precision that Harry's gives you. You're gonna need some help? Let Harry's help you. And I'll tell you guys, there's never been a better time to try Harry's. So why don't you go to harrys.com slash banter to get their starter set for just three bucks. And it's 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So you got nothing to lose. So why don't you go to harrys.com slash banter right now to get this special offer. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash banter. Really? You're jumping right in at the end? We haven't even finished yet. The music's still on. Thank you, Harry's. Send the test. Send the test. <sighs> All right, man. Thank you to our sponsors. We apologize. I don't know, man. I know it was kind of disjointed, but I still think it was a pretty good one. <laughs> I think so, too. Little, little sketchy for a minute. Yes, but I think that I the think- train was wobbly, <laughs> but it definitely got back on the the text. We, we fly a little close to the sun here on Dynamic Banter when we do the ads. That's a great observation. Uh, and a lot of times, we get burnt. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> More and, often and, than not. And... Our wings are made out of wax. Mm-hmm. And if we keep flying too close, we're going to lose we're going to lose our wings. We're going to lose our ability to fly. And, and then eat. we're going to fall and die. <laughs> Mike, can we jump into the history roads? I would love because that. I have a really cool one okay. that I that it's I I rarely ever And then what do you think about next week for next week's show? We'll talk about that movie. Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. I totally forgot. That's okay. We have more content. Yeah. We've almost hit the hour mark for the show today. That's okay. We'll do some history well, roads. Okay. So next episode, which will be, by the way, pre-recorded. We're recording it tomorrow. We're doing two shows this week. Yeah. Because we're going to New York next week. And you know that. And on Thursday, well, we're going to Boston and New York, but on Thursday, when we usually record the show... We're going to be in New York. So this is your last warning to get tickets, right? It is their last This warning. is it. This is your well, last warning. we could warning. do it again for tonight's <clears throat> show. Or we could do it again for the Thursday night New York show when if does it's not that sold air? out. So this one oh, airs no, on the can't. 25th. And the next one, by the the next show airs the night of our show That's in, right. That's uh, right. at the Bell House in That's Brooklyn. Right. That's right. Yeah, I was wrong. So this is your last uh last chance. I was wrong. And, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> That's the better that version of that guy. Never says that. <laughs> no. Um, the I was right guy has never said I was yeah. wrong ever. So if you're listening to uh the next episode, we're in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> if you plan on hearing the next one, we'll be in Brooklyn. History. Uh. <laughs> what a show. What a <laughs> Fuck. Uh, history, 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 history. Hammer it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna get oh, some McDonald's no, tonight. No, no, Cause I'm a gorilla in the jungle. Nobody turned his mic off, huh? No one 
even angle the mic away from his mouth. Liquid is back. The liquid is back. Okay. Now he's mentioning other brands. All right. Mike. Yes. First of all, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Steve. And welcome to Dynamic Banter, everybody. Welcome Thank to you. the it's show. Thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> On December 1st, we'll be in Boston. <laughs> Uh-oh. The most broken episode of the show. Whew, I'm getting excited because Thanksgiving's close. It's <laughs> <laughs> so close. It feels like now. You going to have KFC for Thanksgiving or not? Nah? No. Not Thanksgiving. I'm going to have proper... <laughs> Tell your friends this is what the show is like. And then write us down what you say. And then bring them to the show on next week. Dude, if you've got friends that don't know about the show... Absolutely bring them to the show. Absolutely bring them. And watch we'll them make, have a great time. Don't tell them, but we'll make a great example Tell them you're them. going to see something else like Hamilton. Yeah. We'll call them out, too. We'll be like, how many of you brought a friend that has no idea what this fucking show is? Dude, see this? Uh, this is our uh, Nashville show is on in the background. Oh, oh. Someone did that. We had this conversation there because oh, we yeah, played right. like a really loud ghost sound effect through yeah. the speaker that was pointing directly at someone yeah. who I think was brought by somebody else. <laughs> and that is oh. great. That's so funny and great. That's, the, that's what we want. <laughs> Dude, think about how big the speakers are in the bell house in the crystal ballroom. Fuck, that's so funny. Man, this song is driving. This it's like driving. This is like everyone's playing their hardest every yeah, instrument. Exactly. Okay, Mike. Yes. Rarely do I ever read a history road before the show. Uh huh. What usually, made you read this one? I usually read them live, and that's why we make a lot of mistakes yes. and end up cutting out parts of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We the most cut parts of this show are in the ads and in the history history road second yeah (laughs) there's a lot of history roads that never made it to air and you'll never and you'll never hear and we've pushed them out of our memories (laughs) i had them for the most part (laughs) um but we i got an email that like i hope is true it's possible it's not but I, if this is true, we've got a, I've got a new best friend. Okay. Because I would like to use my position as co-host of Dynamic Banter to get a new best friend. to get a new best friend <laughs> to to capitalize on this as much as I possibly can. Okay. I'm intrigued. Callie is her name. Okay. Sounds fake. (laughs) (laughs) And her, the email subject is, I run the new Star Wars hotel. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Run it. Yeah. Run shit. Normally I'd say cool it on the xylophone. But this calls for some xylophone excitement. Yeah, if there's another person back there with some sticks. Joey on the phone over there. Let's give it up for Joey on the phones. I'm a big fan gorilla. <laughs> Those guys went to the same school. A gorilla taught them how to play music. <laughs> McGilla gorilla McGilla taught gorilla. Good journey, Mike and Steve. Like the title said, I actually am a manager. 
at the new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Don't do that. <laughs> Ryan, can you blur that out? Can you pixelate that? What Mike just did? <laughs> Thank you for writing into the show and to USA. Nanny, nanny. <laughs> and Callie, I will be hoping you live long and prosper. <laughs> Just trying to blend in and be polite. Never give up, never surrender. And to infinity and Toy Story <laughs> Beyond. <laughs> I know how much you guys, Steve, in quotation <laughs> parentheticals, love Star Wars. And I wanted to share a bit about the experience now that the embargo is over and I won't get fired. Oh, shit. So the deal with this thing is, Mike, I don't know how much you know about this Galactic Star Cruiser. No. It's going to be like uh, they're 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 marketing it as if it's a cruise okay. in space. Okay. So apparently you get to this place in florida it's in florida only where all Disney the launch World. pads are <clears throat> you go in your normal human vehicle yeah and then everyone goes into this like spaceship thing uh -huh. and then it like takes them to like the galactic star cruiser in space yeah and while you're on the galactic star cruiser every window shows like outside space that's very so you cool. can't see the outside world anywhere in the right. hotel right even in your rooms is this jeff bezos sent you that <laughs> no no this is it. it doesn't really go to space right but i swear to god the cost of it uh -huh. would make you think you were going to space so it must be pretty good it's, or it would have to be pretty it good. would have to be because it's really only for a certain, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> Whistle noise. <laughs> Whistle. Whistle. <laughs> Yo, that would be such a funny thing to say between like friends <laughs> as part of like a handshake. Right. right. Whistle at the top. <laughs> You see that girl at the bar? <laughs> so? <laughs> so it's, dude, I'm not even kidding. Per person, it's like five grand for like the lowest tier. And how many robots give you blowjobs? Honestly, dude. All of them? I mean, it's, it's the way they describe the experience. Mm -hmm. It's certainly a premium experience. You could fuck a robot. You can fuck a robot. You can fuck C-3PO. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say any of this. No. If I want any benefit of what Callie is describing to us here, we yeah. can't talk about I fucking C-3PO. I feel like I'm ruining it for you. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. We can fuck C-3PO if you want. If I spent $5,000 on a room, I would try to put my dick in everything in the room. Mm -hmm. Everything. Yeah. The clock, radio. <laughs> Ryan, can you blur this part out of the whole podcast? Anyway, I hope you, you have an a audio time. blur over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> to make my voice like Banksy's voice during this. <laughs> so, okay. There's going to be like people dressed up as aliens, as, as like famous Star Wars creatures and aliens. Just hanging out. All hanging out. With their families. And everybody is like role playing. So like you could, if you wanted to... You could pretend that you were really going on into a Star Wars world. Yeah. And with everybody that works there, you can like role play and be like, what system are you from? And they'll be like, they'll have all this shit to say. 
that will make you feel like you're in the Star Wars world. So, <laughs> let's just say this is hypothetical. Yeah. I'm not saying this really happens. You could meet an alien. An alien, yes. At the bar. At the bar. Having a few blue drinks. Yeah, maybe a few too many blue drinks. You guys hit it off talking about how different the places you're from are. You could, you're could. you saying, can you invite an alien back to your quarters? You have sex with an alien. Can you? Well, I mean, I bet you could. You could probably try. <laughs> but, you know. Do you think that there's an announcement when you walk into the ship saying, please do not please try don't. to proposition any please of the aliens? Please don't invite them to your room. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though, because if people are paying like a premium and these are like <laughs> Star Wars fans, those are people who fuck weird. Those well, are people who like to have weird, a good you know? time. <laughs> Imagine you're like a dad there with your family and you go up to one of the aliens and they're like, greetings, sir. Well, and he's like, let's cut the shit. There's not enough <laughs> towels in my fucking room. <laughs> Drop the shit. I asked for towels like three hours ago. Yeah, enough Blorlax. Listen, there's no soap. The soap is an antibacterial soap. You got no germs in space. Listen, Buzz Aldrin. Hey, Blor Talk. <laughs> Hand towels. Room six, Blor O. I don't believe I have any credits to tip you with. I'm sorry, I must have left my multi-pass in the other room. <laughs> Dude, angry vacation dad. Uh, I'm a villain. <laughs> Hi, give me more towels. Give me more towels for fuck's sake. I got a lightsaber here. The rest of the emails. Han says. Skywalker's <laughs> not going to save you from my wrath if I don't get some more towels. Mike's not getting invited to this place. <laughs> she does say she has a short story to tell about her first time entering the Halcyon, which is the name of the ship. Halcyon is a beautiful it's word. Really by the cool way. name. Good yeah. word. Good name for a ship. My team and I were checking out the ship when we opened a closet and found an engineer tinkering with some technology. He instructed us to open that door, and when I did, I was face-to-face -face with Chewbacca and did a boo gesture with his hands and his Wookiee noise. <clears throat> Needless to say, he had a laugh, and I had a panic attack. Yeah. If you're interested in any more info... <laughs> when I woke up, it was six months later. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in a hospital bed. There was a droid asking me if I wanted more coffee. You want to have some? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Not dude. now! You're up. <laughs> I love that in the email it says, if you're interested in any more info, give the Star Cruiser a Google. <laughs> don't ask me anything. No. No. This is just a humble brag. They don't want any communication from us. How much of this are you going to cut out? They also say, none of it. I have wanted to email you guys ever since I found out, but I didn't want to get fired and have Mickey kill me in my sleep. Thanks for all the laughs. May the stars light your way. Does Mickey go to space with you, you think? I don't think any of the Mickey characters will show up in there. No. They are nervous about... I, I don't think they're going to mix that. Mixy Mouse. I, I, I would be surprised. Mm -hmm. um, but Callie, here's the deal. <laughs> big star wars fan big fan of this same. galactic star cruiser same if you wanted to bring mike and i even if you we you wouldn't just have room it. for one of or two of us and it needed to be me and zoya that's fine we can, i'm sure steve can wait 
I'll hear all about it when Mike comes back. I'll, and I'll ask Mike all these Star Wars questions. Imagine Zoya. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> hey, I think this one has a gun or something. <laughs> Where the fuck are we? Why can't I see outside? You don't know how to make an old-fashioned? It's space. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want us, uh, we could record an episode in one of the rooms. Or oh, something. yeah, we would do that. And uh, I don't know. That would be zero benefit to you. But Callie, email us you again. You can't say that. You don't know that. I mean, you know what? How many more know. people know that this thing exists because the show Honestly, is happening Honestly, probably right quite a few people had no know idea this was going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, Kelly, listen, if you've got any way to, uh, you know, <laughs> me and Mike, let me know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Steve and Mike. All right. We got a history robe here from a man named Alex. This guy's Alex. <laughs> this guy's Alex. Honk Story Road. About a year ago, I realized it had been a quite a long time since I'd visited upon my two favorite horn honk boys. I had nonstop bad times that came to a head during good old 2020, but that year also slowed day-to-day -day life to a halt. Yes. But it gave me time to get back into my favorite podcast. That's nice. A lot of people bounced during the pandemic. On account of the Zoom calls. <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of starting over or trying to find my spot, I opened to a random recent episode. Uh, recent video episode. After full hit YouTube.com slash Dynamic Banter. Shout out Ryan two time. After full catching up, I know the pronunciation is Adele Dazeem. But not being there for the creation of the meme and only hearing the chopped off end, I, in my head, hear Dazi Gooch. Huh? Daz D. Gooch? Sounds like it's spelled. Honk, honk, love you boys. My name is Alex. Definitely don't say my name. Alex Daz D. Gooch. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's not what it is, doc. It's not what it is. Can you play it? Does it does it say Gooch at the end of it? Does he? No. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeen. Adele Dazeen. 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 I'm not hearing the second part. <laughs> Sarah sends an email saying, I'm the one who bungled it. Hey, y'all, I'm a two-horn honk grown girl from Arizona. I'm sorry. I sent in a history road over a year ago around August of 2020. I was stupid. Uh-oh. And for whatever reason didn't listen to the History Road section of one of your episodes, which was the episode y'all read my History Road on! Hmm. So I bungled it! It's... I talked about how I had been laid off from Disney World in that History Road, and now I have a better job that pays so much more. Was she the one? There was like a bathroom thing associated? Maybe, huh? The, the turtle 
talk with Crush, the one with the turtle talk, the, the kid the shitting her pants and the turtle thing? I don't remember. I kind of, I remember, never mind. I have one memory and it's all mushed together with all my Same. other ones. Um, now I have a better job that pays so much more, <clears throat> but is more demanding. I love that I can put this podcast on after a long shift. And it helps me relax and have a good time after work. Mm. Thank you so much for everything y'all do. And if you ever want to hear some Disney World horror stories, it must be. Or maybe some insider tips. Feel free to give me a call. My number is this. Is that going to hurt your chances with the Spaceship Hotel? (laughs) I hope not. I know. I can't get any dirt on on the park. Otherwise, it would. Yeah. Also, if you decide to call me Steve, it's star 67 to block your number. Dude, Thank I you. love that everyone reminds Everyone's you Everyone's been doing it, honestly, and that it definitely increases your chances of being Absolutely. called by doing that. Yeah. Put that uh, in the in the subject title from now on. Love y'all both so much, and thank you again for making me laugh no matter what kind of day I have. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Love you, Sarah. This email is interesting. Adam sends an email saying, Hand fart winner of Got Talent Finland. kind of starved for (laughs) skill sets hello (laughs) hi and hello beauty boys okay (laughs) i don't have a particular story to tell you but i thought you would enjoy the winner of finland's got talent 2016 anton puanti he might be the most talented man on earth (laughs) enjoy love from sweden okay so he sent a video thank you for this thank you for listening in sweden I'm always confused as to how people find us in other countries. Same. But also, it's like, why would it be any different? So he's on stage and he's wearing Christmas. And he's doing that. Oh, so this is Christmas. Mm -hmm. He's doing that with his hands. He's not doing it with his ass, though. It's not his ass. (laughs) He just lets out a Okay, it's hard for me to do both. <laughs> Dude, play the, uh, do you have the DJ Khaled guitar in there? <laughs> hey, let me get it. Wait, the DJ Khaled guitar and the drums from the Dynamic Banter team. <laughs> With this, hang on. Let's see if we can do this right. This is gonna take. This is gonna take some remixing, dude. Right before the chorus. Wait, let me do it before those drums come in. Let's start over. Studio Would you want to hear a whole song of that? No. 
That's too long to do that. A lot of talent. I guess there's not much talent in Sweden. Man, I would love to hear what literally any of the other <laughs> fucking people on that show did. Whoa, dude. History Road from a Therapist. Uh oh. This is when we find out we're wrong. <laughs> this is when we find out our brains. This is, this is where the bungled. show takes a dark turn. <laughs> Steve is clearly suffering from BPD. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's just diagnosing us. <laughs> yeah. Diagnosing banter. Oh. Here we go. Hi, boys. I'm Hi, guys. Here. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Now, I know if you're over 18, we can't just come and take you to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but I strongly recommend you check yourselves in as soon as possible. Anyway, I'm going to start this with an address in case you don't get all the way through. Come to this address. Just FYI, they're on their way. <laughs> Hi, boys. I'm a three-horn honk lady, she says. That's two. Who works at a home-based therapist for kiddos. Oh, oh she's really... No, this is going to be worse. She's like, I think you're children. So here is what the, uh, the first 10 years of your life were probably like. Mm -hmm. In great detail. Me and my colleagues are baffled by your show. <laughs> so naturally, I want to tell you about the time a preschooler absolutely destroyed my self-esteem. I love it. Oh, man. One of my go-to interventions is to teach mindfulness through the five senses, i.e. Dude, adults could really benefit from these teachings for children probably too. Yeah. Lots Whatever of this... adults never seek any kind of help for how to be a better person. <laughs> and a lot of times, like, do you remember being taught things like mindfulness? No, no. Like, I think my I mean, parents taught me that. Uh, on directly observationally. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, observationally. Yeah. But in school, if they had taught us mindfulness, that would have been real fucking They cool. should have taught us that in high school. We need to, hey, Aaron, let's work on something together where we can give adults the teachings you give to these children. And let's make sure that pays a lot to all of us and we all get rich and we all live in the same house together yeah and maybe kiss i don't know you can kiss anybody you want on christmas no one talks about that no songs about that one day in 1919 a man came into town screaming you can kiss anyone you want on christmas and ever since that day we've all kissed Whoever we want on Christmas. Mistletoe. That's no. what that is. Well, they turned it into mistletoe. Right, because it couldn't be whoever you want underneath it this was <laughs> yeah. It was chaos. It was chaos. When you could to... kiss anybody you wanted. Right, there needs to be one more element. How about I... What? And then they look around. <laughs> what is around? <laughs> oh, that. How about this weird thing that doesn't you grow? You have to be under this. <laughs> that only grows during the winter time. Yeah. Because that's how the plague started. The first right. plague. <clears throat> One of my go-to interventions is to teach mindfulness through the five senses, i.e. I tell uh, tell me something you can see, something you can hear, etc. This is a good activity to do for anyone who struggles with anxiety or ADHD. I was teaching this technique to a preschooler. Everything was going normally. He said he could see his shoes. He could feel the floor under his legs. Then I asked him what he could smell. I answered first and said that I could smell the candle his mom was burning. He giggled and said, I can smell your breath, Miss Aaron. Got him. Despite there being no way he could smell my breath, 
as I was wearing my mask, it still made me self-conscious for the rest of the day. Imagine how bad your breath has to be. Through the mask. A medical-grade mask. Aaron? Also, sorry for tagging you both in so many TikTok comments. I'll get the urge to share TikToks with you two as I would my close friends, especially when I see something loud and ridiculous. A lot of people do that. Do a lot of people do that to you? I appreciate it. It's always appreciated. It's cool. So congrats, you have successfully tricked my brain with this parasocial relationship you've created with Dynamic Banter. Lastly, shout out to my husband, who will never hear this because this podcast is too loud and overstimulating for him. I get it. I totally get it. Love, Aaron. Parasocial relationship. Parasocial interaction refers to a kind of psychological relationship experienced by an audience in their meditated encounters mediated yes. encounters yeah with performers and mass media it's basically because of youtube oh i get it or this the internet yes so what does that mean are they healthy it says here no <laughs> it says here no no it doesn't say anything <clears throat> perfectly normal and in fact psychologically healthy totally healthy and fine and then it says no it. <laughs> <laughs> right under that yeah sentence. there's nothing else to say about it well doesn't it sound unhealthy the more you read about it it does um this final it's also very nice history road ever we're, we're gonna stop doing history roads this is after the last today's one. episode is from jack barton and it says a fresh and crispy made to last history road And it says, hi, boys, I don't have a history road, but I wanted to do something special for Mike's birthday. Thanks in advance. Best wishes. Many thanks. Love from Jack and his tinnitus. Oh, sorry about your tinnitus, Jack. Well, guys, what a fun episode of the show. Yeah. Really good one. What did he do that was nice for my birthday? That was the whole email. There was nothing attached to it or anything. Okay. It was literally that he didn't have a history road or anything. But he just wanted to do something nice for your birthday, and there was l- literally nothing in there. <laughs> it's the so, thought that counts, it's right? It's the thought that counts. Sometimes it's, it's the thought that is the only thing that exists. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so, guys, listen. Last chance for you to get your tickets to our shows um, before you cannot get them anymore. And uh, we don't know when we'll be back on the East Coast together. No. Mike does lots of little shows, tours all over the dang world. But for dynamic banter, it's the first time we've been we are traveling to the East Coast together. Yeah. Hopefully, first of many. But the future will be filled with many more trips. But who knows where and who knows when? I'd you gotta to catch go us when we're there, dude. Canada, I want to go to Canada so bad. Yes, Canada is beautiful. I want to go. Please, uh, please come to our shows so that we can say we want to go to Canada, and then they'll send us to Canada. Yeah, and, and we'll I think see you. I want to. Uh, from us both thank you so much for everyone who uh has been vocal about going to the shows and how they're excited and they bought a ticket and stuff like that thank you so much we're very excited to see you getting all of our tech requirements and stuff ready for that dude i should say that um first of all thank you for sticking around so Mm -hmm. far in the Mm -hmm. show Mm -hmm. and uh we usually do a black friday thing and this year is no different and we have really cool black friday stuff coming out um so because obviously a lot of you know that we're big Beatles fans. Love I think the that's Beatles. been very obvious. Um, there's that cool 
who is directing Peter the, Jackson. Peter Jackson is coming out with this cool documentary. On Disney Plus. So to coincide with that, we have our Abbey Road design posters coming out. So those will be available and we'll I'll post about that. We have a pin coming out that is a yellow submarine-ish pin. And um, also we're doing kind of a bizarro universe uh, dynamic banter t-shirt which was uh, one of the only other options for the original logo from the show by Alan Guzman. And we're putting that on a t-shirt and it's going to be part of what we uh, do for Black Friday. And it's a really fun looking design. Uh, that's a nod to some early merchandise mistakes Yes, in the, in the uh, show's uh, lifespan. And also what about these little stickers? You want to talk about these? Or no? Yeah, these will be available at uh, the show. So these are... Which, by the way, if you come to the show, we're bringing some stuff. We're trying to, desperately. We're, we're going we're gonna to try our dang best. We might have gotten fucked on shipping at the end, but my fingers are crossed that stuff makes it there. We always want to try to bring something special for those of you that make the extra effort to come out and see us live. So yeah. just know that whenever we're you guys We're going to piss in out, a bucket and everybody gets to have a handful. You guys can have some of Mike's piss, and that's the only place you can get it. <laughs> Dude, so these are our faces on a penny, and it says, if you keep this penny, you'll never go broke. And this is from a conversation we had way, way, way back in the day. And it's got Mike and I <clears throat> laughing, which is yeah. so sweet and wonderful. I'm going to take these. These are mine now. Okay. Thanks, man. Okay, and that's two less for the people. <laughs> so, guys. <laughs> Dude, please sell out those shows. This is please. your last chance to get out a, a ticket. I just asked for another ticket update and i've been checking my phone to see if they got back to me but uh last time we checked a couple weeks ago they were half sold out uh we did a big push last week so hopefully and uh they're sold out but um we can't wait to see you guys and just know that there's so much amazing exciting artist collaborative stuff happening in the future and uh really cool wanna stuff blow our load this year cat um, so you guys have some really awesome stuff to look forward to in the future. We're taking our time. We're making it as cool as possible. So thank you for wanting stuff like that. And thank you for listening to the show every week. And thank you to HeadGum and the sponsors, obviously. And to Ryan our listeners. And listeners. And you, and you, Mike. Thank and you, you to Steve. You. Thank you for being here. Thank you to Andre also and Nick up there. And, uh, thank you, uh, Thanks, Dad. Thank you to the ghost of Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, and now... Uh, that was a HeadGum Podcast.